Welcome to the SD Sports Scene Podcast. Each week, we'll cover all things sports in Northeast and North Central South Dakota with scores, stats, schedules, interviews, and much more. Thanks for making us a part of your day, and please make sure to check out your source for sports at sdsportscene.com. Welcome to this week's edition of the SD Sports Scene Podcast. I'm Dave Vilhauer, joined alongside by Jacob Wirtz. And uh, Jacob, how are things going today? Not too bad, Dave. How about yourself? Oh, doing fantastic. I just love these fall days, and it's just uh, fun to be out and about covering events and just a lot of variety of events going on. We had some cross country last weekend, some tennis, some football, uh, just uh, all kinds of outdoor activities. And of course, uh, some of the inside stuff like volleyball and that sort of thing too. And you had uh, you had a busy weekend. You were over there at Dakota Bank Stadium uh, watching Northern State uh, play uh, University of Mary. And how'd the Wolves look? Tell you what, they uh, they came out uh, wanting to, to prove prove some things to some people. They'd lost to University of Mary the last two years in right. a couple of close games. And so that was... That was on their mind, and Coach Smith said that in the press conference that that was a that was a big gorilla off their back, right? For and sure, trying to beat them, and uh, they came out and just looked good. Went right down the field, first drive, scored, got the running game going right away. Coach Schmidt said that was a big thing uh, that they wanted to establish right away too. So uh, they just they came out, scored right away, and from there they just kind of coasted to the win. Yep. Northern State Volleyball also in town picking up a couple of victories. The Wolves have now won nine straight matches uh, heading to the Duluth uh, this Friday. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Duluth always a, a very a formidable foe, especially on their home floor there. So uh, some other uh, noteworthy performances here this past week. Uh, big week for the Miller Volleyball team. Uh, congratulations to Coach Linda DeBoer. She won her 700th career match. So uh, that's, you know, early Earlier this year, Kerry Jung accomplished that same feat for Warner. Uh, big week for the wrestlers. They take down Northwestern. And then on Saturday, they win the Big Dakota Conference Tournament and knock off previously unbeaten Mobridge Pollock in the championship match. So, uh, a really, you know, you saw Miller earlier this year. And I, I still remember after that, Coach DeBoer said, hey, uh, don't sleep on us. You know, it's going to take a little time, but we're, we're going to be there. And, boy, they're uh, they're really coming around. Oh, they are. I, I, was, I was just going to mention that very same thing. That's what she said after that run Collie loss. And- <laughs> right. They just looked all out of sorts in that match against Roncalli, but uh, something changed after that match because they have just been on a tear. Yeah, they've really been playing well. I got a chance to see uh, Sioux Falls, Washington uh, against Aberdeen Central this past week, and uh, Washington's certainly an outstanding team. And Boy, I tell you what, they, uh, they've they got hitters all over the floor. They've got a couple of really nice pins. They can run some quick stuff out of the middle. Uh, very, very difficult to defend. And uh, Aberdeen Central held their own, though, and uh, had a really uh, nice night from the service line. Uh, Early Waldo, uh, who's all of 5'3", uh, she was 17 of 17, uh, just one ace, but she really kept the Warriors kind of out of system from the service line. And following that match, I got a chance to catch up with her, and uh, we talked about how uh, how she's uh, so proficient at the service line despite uh, being a little uh, small in size. And here's what she had to say. Job serving tonight. Thank you. I, I don't know how you do that. 5'3", <laughs> maybe? Oh, uh, yep. Uh, and On a good day. <laughs> 
and they'll sort of just go in left mm-hmm. and right no air is hardly to speak of how how are you able to do that um honestly just all the time that we've spent like during practices and games just serving constantly and i try to stay more consistent than serving it like more harder or difficult and okay. it usually works out do you have a certain idea in mind when you go to hit the ball um usually i try to aim for like seams or short balls and try to pick on like their ds passers or any uh, hitters that are pulled back. Also this past week, uh, lots of uh, football taking place on Friday night. Uh, one notable performance there, Trevor Hines of Ipswich set a new school record with 15 receptions in one game. He had 177 yards, which ranks second all-time for a single game uh, for the Tigers, so congratulations to him. Uh, very nice victory on the road at Harriet Selby for the Tigers, and so Max Kalesa, a big night at quarterback, and uh, a really nice win for the Tigers. Uh, some other games that uh, maybe uh, caught your eye there, Jay. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, Hitchcock, Tulare, and Avon, that was a big one down in Avon, a back-and-forth game. Uh, looked like looked like Hitchcock, Tulare was going to win that, and then, or I believe it was Avon was ahead, and then Hitchcock, Tulare came back and, yep. and took the lead late. Mm-hmm. Uh, looked like, like I said, the Patriots are going to pull it out, and then Avon goes down the field, scores late, and, and holds them off, but uh, yeah. back-and-forth game there. Two teams that have kind of been in and out of the poll here so far this season, and uh, we figured that was probably going to be a pretty good matchup, and it was. Another One of the other games that uh, you had your eye on was the DeSmit-Wolsey-Wessington contest, and boy, that certainly didn't disappoint. Uh, kind of just a slugfest def- defensive battle there, and uh, DeSmit pulling that one out. Yeah, the, you know, DeSmit's played good all year. They had that loss to Stanley County, and not sure exactly why and what happened there, but um, they uh, they just kind of, yeah, I kind of was keeping track of that game on, on Friday night a little bit, and they were, that was just a defensive slugfest, like you said, and Woolsey just couldn't create enough offensive opportunities. Right, right. Uh, well, that kind of wraps up our, our coverage for this past weekend. Lots of tennis in town. I got out and uh, got a chance to see a little bit of that. Again, the weather was absolutely fantastic for outdoor sports this past weekend. So uh, we're going to take a look at the polls here before we take a look at the uh, upcoming schedule, taking a look at the football polls, and really uh, not a lot of changes here. We're pretty much chalk. Almost all the classes, uh, Class 11, AAA, Lincoln, uh, unanimous number one, followed by O'Gorman, Jefferson, Harrisburg, Brandon Valley. So no change there whatsoever in the order. 11 AA, Pier, number one, followed by Yankton T, Watertown, and Spearfish. Aberdeen Central is receiving votes, and Pier and uh, Yankton, uh, I believe, uh, had an earlier matchup here that was pretty tight, and uh, Pier pulled that out, uh, pulled, pulled away in the second half. How about Watertown uh, with a really nice uh, win over uh, Washington there on their homecoming? And uh, Arrows look like they're kind of for real this year. Absolutely. I, th- I think that woke up a lot of people. I think. I was curious to see how they're going to do against one of the Sioux Falls schools. And yeah. typically that has not fared well for teams like Watertown right. in the past. And, you know, you go back to that pure Yankton game. Yankton was ahead at halftime. Wow. It was seven to nothing. And, and they were even ahead in the fourth quarter, but pure, they just know how to win. Oh, man. Steve Steele does a fantastic job with those guys. And, you know, they've lost a lot, a lot of great uh, talent here the last few years. Uh, kids playing all kinds of college football at all kinds of levels. And and uh, and the governors just keep rolling along. Class 11A, Dell Rapids, uh, number one. All but one first place vote. That going to West Central, followed by Canton, Sioux Falls, Christian, and Lennox. There again, no, no changes really in that class. In Class 11B, winner is rated number one, Sioux Valley. Man, I'll tell you what the Cossacks are playing, playing some really good football they, they they received a first place vote this week uh Elk Point Jefferson and Hot Springs both up one spot as Bridgewater Emory Ethan uh fell this week and they're rated number five uh Duel is receiving votes uh, anything strike you there 
Sioux Valley, I think, opened a lot of people's eyes with yeah. that win over Bridgewater and Reith, and they they <laughs> went to Bridgewater, yep. and they every time I looked at the score, yeah. I think it was different. Sioux Valley yeah. seemed like they scored oh, every yeah. time they touched the ball, and Dominated. I think they showed people that they're for real. For sure. Dropping down to the nine-man ranks, uh, nine double A. Parkston rated number one. Hamlin rated second with three first-place votes. Very solid. Howard team third with one first-place vote. Wall up one spot this week to fourth. Uh, Elkton Lake Benton down one spot to fifth. Uh, anything surprise you there? I mean, pretty much uh, order. You know, went to order this past weekend. I, I think so. Uh, you know, those those top four teams. I think a lot of people have those as the best four in double A. Elkton Lake Benton losing to Canastota in a in a nice. Yep. Nice matchup there. It was, yep. it was a close game. And, was. of course, Canastota, like we said, we'll talk about them in a second. Yes. Well, let's talk about that. That second went pretty fast because we're going to talk about them right now. Uh, Class 9A, Canastota rated number one. You know, last week they were slightly ahead of Warner. Uh, now they've opened up that gap. I think that win over Elkton Lake Benton was kind of a big deal. Uh, Warner rated second with three first-place votes. Harding County Bison and Phillip both up a spot this week and jumping into the poll for the first time. In the top five is Elsa. Esther Hudson, unbeaten uh, at this point in the season. Uh, Wolsey Russington is receiving votes. So a little bit of a shakeup there. Nothing too major, but certainly uh, we can see some movement. Absolutely. And, you know, Canister, like you said, with a big win over Elkton Lake Benton. They got Hanson. Uh, I believe it's either this week or next week. So that'll be a big game for them. And Warner... We'll talk about them probably at the end of the show. <laughs> yes, a big matchup yes. here in town yeah. on Friday. A couple and, big games coming up. Yeah, absolutely. Wolsey, Wolsey still receiving votes right. after that loss, but uh, still a tough team. Well, and Gregory's receiving votes. And again, I wouldn't sleep on the Gorillas. You know, they lost those couple of early games. And it would not surprise me at all to see them kind of go on a run here and get right back into that uh, that mix. Class 9B, not a lot of shakeup here, a little bit. Uh, Fockton uh, is rated number one, a unanimous number one. They'll be in Aberdeen this week. We'll talk about that in a minute. DeSmith, uh, with a solid win over Westington, uh, Wolsey Westington, is rated second. Avon, of course, with that win over Hitchcock, Tulare, is rated third. Uh, Corsica Stickney, new to the top five this week, jumping up to fourth. And then Hitchcock, Tulare, is rated fifth. So uh, kind of a little bit interesting there. Corsica Stickney, uh, they lost that early game, and now they're kind of figuring some things out, and uh, they're new to the top five. Yeah, they are. And, you know, they've, they've got a big matchup this week against Avon. So oh, there'll be a top five matchup there, there in 9B. And, there you go. Um, Hitchcock to learn to Smith. They play each other. I don't think it's this week. I believe it's in a couple weeks. Okay. So there's going to be some movement in this poll yet before we're all said and done. Of course, yeah. Falkton again playing right. Warner this week. Right, right. Yeah, we're going to talk about that here in just a second. Uh, just, just to remind you that each week, uh, uh, SD Sports Scene, you can find all kinds of scores and stats. We run box scores, we run feature stories, uh, we run uh, quality uh, sports photos by John Davis, uh, game stories, you name it. And, you know, one of the, the stories that's on the site this week is a feature story on Bob Salmi. And uh, Bob, a longtime cross-country coach here in Aberdeen, and uh, he's 81 years old and still going at it. He no, he no longer coaches anymore, but he shows up at meets and he runs six days a week. Uh, it's unbelievable. So anyway, I caught up with Bob and uh, I'm going to share a little bit of that uh, interview right now. And we kind of talked about how he, uh, how he got into running and what kind of keeps him going. I started running in the summertime in spring and summer and I took the winters off. It was 1976 was the first year I ran year round. Really? And you've been doing it ever since? Ever since. No fooling. How old are you, Bob? 81. And you're still running? I call it running. <laughs> it, it's 14-minute miles, but it's to me, it's still running. Every day? I take Sundays off. I know, I've read stories about guys who go on streaks and go... 
Well, I had one kid that had I went ten, 10 years without missing a day of running. Goodness. But my, I know my personality. If I ever did that, I would kill myself. I would, I'd have a, <laughs> have the flu, or I gotta get my mile in. I think we had this conversation many years ago <laughs> when you said when you go on a, even on a vacation, one of the first things you pack is your running. Shoes. Oh yeah, I got a, I got a backpack, and so you never really take a break. No. Wow. So what? What is it? They talk about runners high. They talk about all this stuff. What is it for you that just keeps you going like that? I don't know how high I get, but uh, it's a it's a peaceful time for me. It's my prayer time. Okay. And if you're lucky enough to have somebody to run with you, and you you get you get really close to the people. I when I, I when I was strong enough to still run with the kids, we got, I got a lot of coaching done running with them. Just a side note to Bob, uh, he has logged uh, his mileage uh, when he's been running since 1976, and he figures out that uh, he's run about uh, maybe 40,000 miles uh, during that time. And uh, I had to do a little research, Jacob, because that seems like a long ways to me. Uh, It's not quite... Uh, twice around the world, but it's close. Oh my goodness! Wow, <laughs> that is just crazy. I, I mean, I, I mean, it's 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 enough to drive forty thousand miles, take a car forty thousand miles. You know, when you trip yes, the odometer that far. Yes, but it is. My goodness, to walk yeah. that far, I can't uh, imagine. Yeah, he he still runs. He still runs six days a week, and you know, probably even more important um, uh, than the running advice that he's given to people is. Uh, there's a lot of people that he has really helped to shape and mentor through the years and and uh, a lot of runners who have turned into coaches, uh, some other people that have uh, have gone on to social media and say, hey, I student taught under Bob. And just uh, he's just been uh, such a, a great mentor for so many people through the years and uh, just a class guy. So, again, stories like that are on uh, SD Sports Scene each week. So uh, make sure that you check that out. It's www.sdsportscene.com. Well, taking a look at our upcoming schedule this week, and uh, it's going to be kind of interesting. We've got uh, maybe a little change in the forecast here coming up, so that could impact some things. Uh, We're looking at maybe some rain this weekend, so we'll see uh, see how that shakes out. Uh, Anyway, we've got uh, on Friday night, we've got some football and uh, Aberdeen Central with a homecoming game against Huron. Uh, That'll be out there at uh, Brownells Activities Complex. And uh, uh, what do you know about that one? That could be an interesting game. Yeah, it will be interesting. You know, both teams have, have kind of been up and down this year, and uh, we'll see kind of what, uh, if, if Aberdeen Central can keep that winning streak going. They've won two in a row yes, now. and. Yeah. Uh, yeah, see if they can kind of get that third yep. win and kind of keep building this momentum. For sure. We've got two games at Dakota Bank Stadium on Friday night, part of the Lake Region Conference uh, Classic. We've got uh, Northwestern against Waverly South Shore kicking off about 5 o'clock. And then the game that a lot of people are, are talking about already, it's going to be uh, one of the top games in the state. We've got unbeaten Faulkton against unbeaten Warner around 7 o'clock. Uh, of course, Faulkton the number one team in 9B, Warner the number two team in 9A, and, uh, you know, uh, I covered that game last year. It was a really fun game to watch, and uh, it'll be interesting. I, I thought about this game, and I thought about the movie Kramer versus Kramer because, uh, you know, you've got Garrett Kramer for Faulkton against Hunter Kramer for Warner and obviously a lot of other great players in that game as well. But uh, that should be an interesting game, Jacob. That should be one of the biggest ones in the state, I would think, this weekend. I think a lot of eyes will be on that no matter where you are in South Dakota. And, I, yeah, a lot of good athletes there, and uh, I, I – 
I would be shocked if that's a blowout one way or another. Oh, me too. And I, I would be shocked if it was a 7-6 game. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I think that, you know, we've got a lot of good offensive players. Lane Cotton is just a, a really good quarterback for Falkton. A lot of speed on the field, uh, you know, and, and a great venue too as well. I mean, I just think that's going to be a really fun game. Looking at some other games on our schedule, uh, anything jump out at you there? You know, just kind of flipping through them here. Nothing you know, really big. Castlewood and Hamlin. Yep. You know, we we thought maybe Warner and Castlewood would be a decent game last right. week, but boy, Warner took care of them. Yes. Uh, we'll see if Hamlin can kind of keep rolling. They have just right. dominated they this have. year. Well, and what's interesting is we're talking Warner and Hamlin coming up uh, not too far down the road here. And of course, last year that was a very interesting game. Uh, Warner pulled that one out. I believe eight to six was the final score, and it was a strange football game. I mean, Hamlin had all the stats. I mean, they they, they outgained Warner and and uh, and and probably beat him everywhere, but on on the scoreboard where it matters most. And of course, both of those teams. Uh, I mean, just a, a rich tradition in football, and no surprise to us anyway that uh, they are off to great starts again this year so I believe that one's coming up here very soon so keep an eye out for that Uh, also on Friday night the home opener for the Aberdeen Wings they will be taking on the Bismarck Bobcats the Wings going two and two over there at the NHL showcase in Blaine Minnesota so they will have uh, back-to-back home games against Bismarck out at the OD Ice Center Northern State football will be on the road at Winona State on Saturday and you know that's a that could be a very interesting game too I mean on paper anyway it looks like maybe one of those 50-50 kind of games and this is the first of back-to-back road games for the Wolves who will be playing at uh, Minnesota State Moorhead next weekend so again they, they got some momentum here from that win over Mary and I'm sure that uh, they really want to keep, keep that going here on, on the road at Winona. Absolutely that's they kind of talked about that in the press conference after the game on Saturday and they, they said it's gonna be a tough environment they said Winona is a tough and Tough place to play, and uh, they they kind of just they cause some problems, especially defensively. Winona does, mm-hmm. and uh, so it'll be interesting to see see what uh, gives there in that game. Right. Uh, also on uh, on Saturday, Aberdeen Central and Yankton uh, facing each other in multiple sports. Uh, the soccer teams will be heading to Yankton, uh, and that should be some interesting matchups there. And then the uh, the volleyball team will be hosting the Gazelles uh, at Golden Eagles Arena on Saturday afternoon. Also, uh, if the weather holds up, we're supposed to have some tennis in town on Saturday. Uh, Aberdeen Central and Aberdeen Ron Colley scheduled to host Sioux Falls Christian. We'll see if that takes place with the rain in the forecast and all of that, but. Uh, uh, that would be the final uh, regular season home matches for those two squads. Uh, you know, we're we're getting down there now towards the end of the of the fall season for some of these sports, uh, especially golf and tennis. Uh, their state tournaments now are less than two weeks away. Uh, cross country, uh, while well, soccer will, will end before that, but then cross country, and so you know, we're we're. October's not that far away, and so when you see that on the calendar, you know that that's uh, that's when things really start getting serious. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the state cross country meet is October twenty first, so just a little over a month away here, and wow. most of these sports are going to be done except for volleyball and football. They'll just be starting postseason right. in about a month. But. Yes, exactly. So that uh, that's something to keep an eye on. Uh, you know, we're we're probably mid season here for football and volleyball. I would say we're pretty close to it anyway, uh, but certainly heading down the home stretch for these other sports so we got some region golf taking place next week already so uh definitely keep an eye on that 
Uh, again, a reminder to, uh, to visit sdsportscene.com. Uh, each week, we, uh, we run dozens and dozens of box scores. We run feature stories. We run game stories. We interview athletes from uh, multiple sports, multiple teams. Again, check out those photos by John Davis uh, each week. I, I don't know how he does it. Uh, there's times where I think, oh, I can't get any better than this. And then he comes up with something else. And it's, uh, it's just fun for me to, to look at those. And I'm sure that uh, fans and athletes alike uh, enjoy looking at those as well any other thoughts or comments jacob here as we uh, as we wrap up this edition of sd sports team podcast well i think you know the next few weeks you're going to be going to be very busy in town and around the area and a uh, lot of stuff going on college high school uh just uh you know like we like we kind of talked about a lot of things sports starting to wind down yep. some's just some just starting to pick up yep. uh, like the wings yep yep and uh things like that so a lot of action going on here in town and, and around the area the next few weeks for sure well thank you for making us a part of your day we appreciate that and uh, again check out sd sports scene your source for sports in northeast and north central south dakota have a great week everybody Please check us out at sdsportscene.com for all of the latest stories, stats, photos, and schedules.